Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I'm Brewster, here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Oh, I'm okay. Just okay? Yeah, I'm kind of sweating balls. My air conditioner's not working. It's like 85 in here and uh, and moist. <laughs> it's what? 85 and what? 85 and moist. I'm sorry, what was that word again? It's kind of like sticky and sweaty at the same time. Isn't it, What's the word for that? Is it moist? There you go. <laughs> are you are you trying to create a uh, ASMR? Like, are you going to loop me saying moist for you so you can fall asleep to that? No, I was just wondering how many female listeners we could get to shut up the podcast off. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, it's a word in particular. That and the yeah, C just, word that women don't like to hear. And the what? The C and word. The, yeah, well, like we said a few podcasts ago, I, I got mad enough at one point to use that on somebody. So. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty mad because I'm just not a big fan of that word. So yeah, well, it has its uses. Yeah, um, I thought you were going to be uh, really excited because of the uh, the endorsement we got from Media Influencer Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> you know, I forgot to post that on the uh, on the group page, so I'll have to do that on the on the Facebook okay. group page. Okay, yeah, you have to. So. Uh, we got another one too. I don't know if it's so much uh, an endorsement, but uh, there's another one coming up from another media influencer. Well, I don't know if he's so much a media influencer, but it's, he's uh, he's kind of your average Joe. So yeah, well, I, I would call him an influencer. He influences me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if anybody else wants to uh, wants to throw out a YouTube video and and uh, singing our praises, that that'd be great. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, it- it's pretty clear on Facebook at this point that we're being throttled. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we got a, um, yeah, it's, there are people saying, oh, I didn't see your post. I post almost every day. So if you're not seeing it every day, it's pretty good sign that we're not. And, uh, what's the last one you put out there? Throttled. Um, let me see. I just put, I put a post by Larry Korea out yesterday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's so, uh, his stuff's always good. If he, if he's posting, yeah, so he's, he's gotten he's gotten kind of fed up of being on Facebook. He's basically just promoting his stuff mostly now, which is good. Yeah, but they resurrected him by sort of pissing him off again. So he's <laughs> yeah. he's back. He yeah. can't uh, he can't stay away with all this Fauci stuff that's coming out. Yeah, he's a great author and uh, he's conservative. He used to be a uh, a. Uh, a contractor or he worked as an accountant for a for a military contractor and then he was a uh, uh a shooting instructor so uh writes really good uh, yeah, it was a, hmm? he was a gun store owner too i don't know if he owned a gun store but i he, think he did and it was one where they had they were federally licensed um hmm. to sell automatic weapons well anyways he's a he's a very good author does fantasy and uh Monster Hunter International, Grim Noir, um, Son of the Black Sword, all kinds of stuff. So fantasy, sci-fi, and uh, 
modern horror kind of stuff. So um, if you get a chance, it's his stuff on Audible is very good too. If you like just listening to to books, they're all like top notch. They won a lot of a lot of awards for Audible. Yeah, and doesn't he have uh, Adam Baldwin from uh, Firefly doing yeah. uh, his Tom Stranger books? Yeah, doing the doing the comedy ones. He has read some read some political comedy ones too that are pretty good. So, but he's very yeah, good. I've he's never very, read... very good politically when he when he when he has his mind. He has a kind of a dissertation on guns that uh, that went around a few years ago that we talked about. That's just I mean every once in a while if you pull it out and look at it, he kind of and debunks and answers all the left wing bullshit. Yeah, what does he call that? Fisking when he answers the question, he does the questions before they're asked. Yeah, something along those lines. Debunks them. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Fauci. So basically, somebody put a FOIA request in Freedom of Information Act, and uh, they've had a lot of these emails, interdepartment emails from Fauci. A lot of it's redacted, but you get the gist of of it from reading these emails that. Uh, you know, all of the uh, mass media sort of Trump myths are exactly that. I mean, everything was a red herring. Um, you know, it was, oh, Trump was shutting Fauci down, wouldn't let him talk. And Fauci saying his emails repeatedly, no, no, I never said that. He's, you know, we get to talk and we do all that stuff. And, and then uh, there were ones about how this is, you know, uh, that no one believed that it came from this came from a lab in Wuhan. And, uh, you know, it turns out that was a theory that people were bringing up to him saying, Hey, look, you know, this, this virus, it looks a little too, uh, what was the word? Um, well, not man, the word man, they used, probably manufactured or something along those lines. Yeah. It looked a little artificial. So that was what they were yeah. coming up with. And, and, uh, there was even one zoologist who was getting funded by, uh, the U.S. government indirectly who emailed him to say, hey, thank you for being so brave to dismiss the myth that this was created in the lab. Um, you know, basically kept everybody off this one guy's back. Yeah, um, and this guy was balls deep in the, uh, uh, on, in the uh, uh, what is it, the function, the, what's the term they use? Gain of function. Gain of function uh, process. I'm, I'm offended that you assumed this guy's gender, you know, by saying he was balls deep. Yeah. And then, and then it turns out that he's like a uh, Facebook or something social media. I can't remember which social media platform. I think it was Facebook, but he's a fact checker too. So he was able to and shut, might, shut down a bunch of people. He that might were, have a very, he might have a very distinct imaginary vagina too. So you just don't, <laughs> you don't know. But you know, that's like the circle jerk. Uh, I can, I, how many terms can I use? Cause now it's like a circle jerk that you talk about where the media and the government, they kind of just, uh, you know, talk about, um, they use, they use one person, one source amongst them all. And then they act as if that source, um, wasn't their source. So the government will use the media, but the media will use the government and they'll, they'll, they're each using each other as a source, but, but the source came from, you know, this circular, the circle jerk or the circular firing squad kind of business. So it's all, uh, incestuous to say the least. Well, and that goes back to the stuff that, um, who's Comey, the FBI director was, was doing. If, Sort of he and uh, Brennan and yeah, all they, of them. Yeah, they'd feed something out. They'd leak something out to the media. Well, and, no, they take it right to the president. They say, hey, just want you to know there are some people, you know, talking about this, uh, this um, you know, Russian collusion stuff. So then it 
goes it goes into basically public record when they when they inform the president about it. But this, you know, what was going on with Fauci wasn't exactly that. It was just flat out denials of stuff. And then there was one uh, one scientist who sent Fauci a very long email describing how he thought this wasn't um, uh, organic, that it had been created. And Fauci was asked by a reporter, you know, what did you think of that email? His answer was basically, well, it was really long and I didn't read it. Look, I've got a lot of emails emails and uh, I don't have to look at every one, especially the long ones that are, you know, actively saying stuff that I don't I don't believe that public should hear. Well, I'm sure the guy does get overwhelmed with emails. I mean, Sticks Hexenhammer, I was talking about it in a video about this topic saying he goes, I'm not I'm not going to doubt it. He goes, I'm he says, I'm a fairly big presence on YouTube. Probably he goes, this guy probably gets an order of magnitude more email than I do. And he says, for me, it's overwhelming sometimes. I, he goes, so I don't begrudge in that, but just the idea that, you know, this other scientist sent him one with, you know, some concerns. I was just like, ah, as long I didn't read it. Well, yeah, man, but, like, but, but, but he gets messages from uh, Bill Gates and from Zuckerberg, you know, uh, deferring to him saying, what can we do to help you? Now, I know you're a busy man. Was this from Zuckerberg? I know you're busy and you don't have to respond. But uh, what can we do to make things easier for you? I think that was Zuck well, in Facebook. He said, but this is what we're going to do in a couple of days. What we're going to do is we're going to really push the vaccine agenda and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, if there's anything you want, it's like, oh, it's, it's such. Ugh, was it's there disgusting. really one that said that? Yeah, that was from I, I think that. that's from Zuckerberg. So, oh, my God. Yeah, it was basically it's, it's basically telling Fauci like two days before Facebook was going to um, do the new their new push. Um, about COVID vaccines and whatnot, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, or or even I can't remember if it was the vaccines or just f- uh, f- uh, fact checking. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was fact checking. I think they're saying in two days we're gonna thing, do a fact checking thing that's gonna bring um, COVID fact checks up to any you know any Facebook post. I can't you know, whatever it was. It was still it was it was this you know putting Fauci on a pedestal. You know he's a like the highest paid government employee or something like that. Isn't that what? You, isn't that what? Yeah, it is? he is. That's nuts. It's crazy. So. Yeah. Well, that's not that hard to do when the president's only paid like half a million bucks. But well, Trump still. only took a dollar. <laughs> so he says. <laughs> yeah. He spent the rest on Russian hookers. Now he know? rolled it up and snorted coke off a Russian hooker. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> well, it just it does show you how. How dirty this whole thing is. And yeah. I, I heard something. I did not confirm this at all, so I don't know if this is true. I heard that uh, Fauci's upcoming book, uh, which there was actually some press on, he got some advance money on, has been scrubbed. So does he have Did to you bring, hear about that? Does he, yeah. Does he have to give the advance back? I, I have no idea. I would assume so. But, I think so. You know. But I don't know. There might be a stipulation saying if something beyond your control or our control happens, the book doesn't come out you know you get the advance regardless that might be part of the i think it's the contract. uh what's the what's the legal term for it the you snooze you lose clause <laughs> of the contract he's yeah. like i already i already spent that i spent it uh yeah I went, I went to a gay bathhouse to uh check out how aids is spread <laughs> one of the uh one of the things that's come up is that apparently uh, Biden and Fauci, while Biden was vice president, were over in China and uh, rumored to have toured this uh, <laughs> Wuhan lab. Yeah, 
I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. It's all coming out. And uh, it's funny that these guys, I, I'm i actually shocked that they can't keep more conversations like private or make more conversations disappear. I'm pretty, I'm pretty shocked that these uh, Freedom of Information Act um, queries that try to get this info get it. I just, it, it's actually kind of nice to hear that it actually works, that these guys, you know, are getting caught in their lies. But maybe... Maybe that's gonna that's a that's a, a loophole they'll 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 figure out and it won't be able they won't be able to do it anymore. Maybe, maybe uh, Bill Gates and Zuckerberg will tell you know the next email will be to Fauci we won't hear because they'll figure out well, how, to, how to obliterate it. Bill Gates has got his own set of problems now, but can you imagine what this would be like if we had a neutral media? Oh yeah, yeah. This would be. I mean, if the media was anything like it was, you know, what during the Nixon administration, I mean, there'd be like Pulitzers, like just like they'd be growing off trees right now for these guys. The, the media, it, all they'd have to do is just step outside their house for a second, and they could grab a Pulitzer off the fucking, you know, off a tree, you know, reporting on yeah. this stuff. But it's just not the way it is anymore. It's just that, like we said before, and everybody said it's the it's a propaganda arm of the Democrat party and the, and the woke crowd. It's that's what they do. And they're, they're unapologetic about it because they get away with it. Yeah. We've lost the culture um, war to the point where, you know, conservatism that, that these people know they have all, all the influence. They have all the power when it comes to of, of, of what can be heard or what can be platformed. And when they get found out, there's no consequences. So they just laugh. So, yeah, but eventually they have to turn on their own. And, you know, I mentioned Bill Gates. They're kind of turning on him. I mean, he's he's got problems. Well, I mean, he, he did hang out with Epstein quite a bit, I guess. And, well, uh, and apparently uh, one of, that's a lot of the reason for his divorce, because his wife, Melinda, I think it is, um, was big into causes that like protect children and all this stuff. Mm hmm. And so she's not coming out and saying that, you know, Bill Gates was molesting kids. Apparently, I mean, these are all rumors. But he was friendly with Epstein, rumors. who everybody knew was fucking around like that. Yeah, and I guess the rumor is that Bill Gates thought that uh, Epstein was going to help him get a Nobel Peace Prize or something like that. And Jeez. the question came up of, like, how is this guy so influential when he's talking about Epstein, when he's been busted for uh you know such terrible crime and at the same time as you know he's and nobody knew how he made he his do? money yeah yeah he's in and the import and export business yeah his, uh, <laughs> his cover name is vandalay <laughs> yeah so um I know you've got a clip of some uh racist stuff of Joe Biden but did you hear uh his comments about uh you know, black, uh, black entrepreneurs. I, uh, I didn't hear him specifically. So I didn't hear the, um, well, the speech, but the I gist of it, it is not a direct quote, but pretty close. He said, you know, the statistics show there's lots of statistics, which he doesn't cite, but just tells you, you know, trust him, man. Uh, that the statistics show that, uh, you know, black business owners just as capable as white business owners. Now, the fact in my mind, that he is still distinguishing the two between the two and telling you he needs statistics to show him that means that kind of racist. 
You know, it's the George Bush soft bigotry of low expectations thing. But then he goes on to say, you know, the reason they don't succeed as much is they just they can't get lawyers and accountants. (laughs) It's the same. It's the same argument for voting. It's basically saying you're too they're too stupid to figure out how things work. Well, but that's his attitude. If you're going to start a business, if you're going to have an LLC or an S Corp or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not talking about someone who just throws some stuff out on Etsy or something like that, but if you're actually going to start a company, you have to have hired a lawyer to do it. Yeah, yeah. and and there's all kinds so, of resources out there. There's more resources right now out there for minorities, for women and non-whites to help them start a business from 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 you know the the concept to the execution of it, like and everywhere in between. That, you know, everybody knows this. There's so many, especially if you're in the blue cities, there's so many programs and they're mostly wasteful because, you know, they're, they're full of fraud and scam. But, you know, if you, if you know where to, you don't even have to know where to go. You just need to, um, you know, just go on a website and go, uh, support minority business and you'll find everything you need to get like grants and all kinds of uh, advice from people and, uh, stuff that, you know, that it it it's easier than ever for a minority or woman to start a business now. And everybody knows that. And Joe should know that too. You know, sounds like uh, a lot of privilege talking there. That's uh, cause you're assuming you're assuming they have internet and know how to use a computer, you know? Well, they are. I mean, when it, it comes down to it, they are big, dumb dummies according to Biden and the left. So if we take them, yeah. for, you know, if we take, you know, what they're implying as gospel, I guess we really do have to be white saviors and we do have to kind of like lead them like leading a horse to water. You can lead them there, but you can't make them drink. Yeah. Unless exactly. you, have, you know, whatever, shove a fire hose down their throat and turn it on. Yeah. Then or you can make them drink. Or, or what up their right. ass? Kettle prod? Maybe, kettle prod? Maybe both at the same time. Maybe that's what we need to do. Well, that'd just electrocute them. Uh-huh. Yeah, can't do that. Too much like a taser causes too much, uh, too much trauma. But if, if you can't, if you're a black person and you can't see how actually racist the left is, uh, especially the liberal, liberal whites, the 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 blacks that are on board with all this, the the ones that are making the money, they're just grifters mostly. They're just making money. You know, they're getting one over on you. But the well, wh- white liberals. Um, you know, half of them are evil and, or I don't know how many half percentage wise, but they're, they're evil and they're doing the same thing. And then there's the, the crowd that just doesn't, they're just too fucking stupid to understand what's happening. And they're just perpetuating it for for the grifters. So see what I'm hearing you say is that half of uh, people of color are evil and the other half are stupid. That's what I'm hearing you say. Hmm. Did, right? did you get a ear transplant from some liberal? No, that fits my narrative. Okay. That's, you know, because you know you're a you're a white conservative. Yeah. So well, terrible. let's let's segue into I have to spin, spin everything you say <laughs> into what Biden said for uh, uh, I don't know if this this was the same I think this was the same speech that you're talking about where he said entrepreneurs is capable of succeeding as whites but they don't have access. I think that was the same speech. But here's here's more of that speech. This is what he thinks the most important thing right now. We have to, and finally, we must address what remains the stain 
and the soul of America. The soul of America. What happened in Greenwood was an act yeah. of hate and domestic terrorism. So he's referring the to the through line that exists today still. Um, the the race, so-called, so-called race massacre. Remember what you saw in Charlottesville four in years Greenwood, ago. Now he's bringing oh, up Charlottesville. Neo Nazis. Neo Nazis. White supremacists. White supremacists. The KKK. The KKK. Coming out of those fields at night. Come out of the fields at night. Lighted torches. With lighted torches. The veins bulging on their veins as they were bulging. screaming. Remember, just close your eyes and picture what it was. Well, Mother Fletcher said when she saw the insurrection at the Capitol on January the 9th, it broke her heart. A mob of violent white extremists, thugs. A mob of violent white extremists, thugs. When Mother Fletcher saw the the um, what insurrection at the Capitol, and he goes, he calls the he Biden calls him a mob of white supremacist thugs. That that was not. Do, do we not even? We're not going to mention this uh, liberal black guy that showed up there and live streamed him fucking it, participating and egging people on. We're not going to talk about that. Fuck you, nope, Joe. We're not talking about Fuck that. you, you limp dick fucking piece of shit. All right, we're going to continue here. I'm getting all worked up. I'm partially because I'm so sweaty and moist, but we're going to continue. Hold on. Said reminded her of what happened here in Greenwood 100 years ago. Look around the various hate crimes against Asian Americans and oh. Jewish Americans. Oh, 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 he just got done saying, look around. Uh, Rooster can't hear this because we're doing this remotely. That's why I'm narrating so much. But he goes, look around at all the hate crimes, the various hate crimes against Asians right now. Motherfucker, do you know who's committing those crimes? He knows full well who's committing those crimes. It's black men committing crimes against Asians. But guess what that is, Rooster? Whose fault is that? Uh, well, it's white people. Well, and specifically Be- Trump. Yeah, because uh, they're influencing black people who are obviously, you know, uh, way too susceptible to suggestion. Well, and you know, Trump, he said he called the virus the the China virus. And, you know, that was racist to call it that, even though now the variants from the e, the UK are they're calling the news, the media and the Democrats are calling um, the 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 Wu flu variants from the UK, the UK variant. Um, but that's not racist, I guess. Right. Because really, that's, uh, that's a that's a very um, it's a very um, um, ethnically diverse society. I mean, their their national dish is what uh, chicken masala or whatever. So, you know, you can't really say that's racist, right? So, well, I mean, you can because you can say everything's racist at this point. But then, this, but then My to say because thing. because Trump calls it the China virus, then that like going to what you were saying that influenced black people who normally for the most part didn't didn't vote for trump don't like trump but they took that to heart that one thing right there that made them go out and start uh beating on asians so it's amazing to me the amount of video you've seen out there's one uh circulating around just today of a uh, black man who just walks up to an elderly asian woman and just sucker punches her no knocks her right down one of many she sits there yeah, and uh, it turns out this guy it was just released uh, without bail because they've suspended the bail program for pushing someone down a flight of stairs. Jesus. Um, he's been arrested four times for assault like that, and they're not locking him up because, you know, that would be unfair because the system is racist against him. It's if, not that he's in, 
evil, mentally disturbed piece of shit. If you push someone down a flight of stairs, you are attempting to murder them. Yeah, exactly. And if you aren't attempting to murder them, you are, you know, uh, uh, you are still a danger to society because you're not mentally competent enough to, to function society without, you know, doing stuff that will kill people. Well, I'd love to see him walk up to and try and, and it's always the, the elderly men and women, the Asian ones, they never go up to uh, a young, vigorous Asian male and try to punch him. Yeah. I would you love know? to see some chop sake in response. That'd be awesome. Oh, that's so racist. <laughs> chop sake. <laughs> now, see, I'm trying to defend our, our, uh, our yellow brethren and uh, that's what, that's how you do me, huh? I mean, you could have just I mean, said, "I want to see him take." I want to see him take a shot at like Jet Li or Jackie Chan or something like look, that. Look, look, I'm I'm all for the Orientals and uh, and for for them to thrive okay. and prosper in America. And uh, you're just trying to you're trying to um, deflect from that by calling me racist. I don't I don't I don't appreciate that, Rooster. First, you chase off all the women, <laughs> and then now you're going to chase off. Uh, yeah. I love Asians. Everyone with the Oriental comment. Have you seen my have you seen my um browser history? Uh yes, I have, and uh, it took me a week to get my site back. <laughs> so. All right, let's go back to the speech here. I'm going to play some more of it. my own eyes so vigorously just to unsee it. I'm going <laughs> to play a little bit more I'll comment some more so you know what's going on here. Hate that never goes away. Asian hate only hide never goes away. Jesse, I think I mentioned this to you. I thought after you guys pushed through with Dr. King, the Voting Rights Act and oh, the God, Civil Rights Act, a, he's going I thought off we were moved. What I didn't realize. Oh, don't do that, Joe. I thought we made enormous progress. And I was so proud to be a little part of it. You're so proud to be but part you know what, of the, the progress. That I didn't Martin realize hate's never defeated. But hate's never it defeated. Only hides. It only hides. It hides. It hides. And give Preach, a Joe. Bit of the crowd is, is like, mm-hmm. this is a little bit of oxygen by his leader. <laughs> it comes out of there un- from under the rock. Oh, he's like feeling it, it now. It's happening again as if it ne- never went away. And so, folks, we can't. We must not give hate a safe harbor. We mustn't give as hate a safe harbor. As I said in my harbor. address to the joint session of Congress, according Did to the intelligence terrorism from oh, white support. Oh. Here, this is the this is the this is the money shot here. Hold on, I got to go back a little bit. This is where he talks about what the biggest threat to America is right now. So I'm going to play this again real quick, and then we'll comment. It's going to be another 20 seconds or so. Community terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat uh, to the homeland today. That's what he says. I'm going to finish this so, up real quick. Just let him finish this so, thought real quick. Not ISIS. Not ISIS. Not Al-Qaeda. Not Al-Qaeda. White supremacy. White supremacy. Oh, and the crowd's clapping at that. That's not me. So that's I guess me. they must think that's awesome. That white supremacists are... That's that's not cool. What a racist crowd. Well, as objectively as you can, can you tell me the last white supremacist, you know crime you can think of no public one no i can't and i and i would tell you people try to say that the uh that the guy that went into the black church and shot it up that that was racist yeah i don't know if it was though i don't think it specifically was that's the one i would have tagged yeah um because i really think it was okay but beyond that 
I can't think of what – you can't say the guy in um, – in uh, well, you could, but you'd be wrong. The guy in uh, Atlanta went to the massage parlors and shot people. No. Yeah, that wasn't. That was – That was it, insult. It wasn't – he didn't – yeah, he didn't just shoot Asian people. Um, you know, people have mentioned Timothy McVeigh. I mean, he killed a shit ton of white people in that whole thing too. Yeah. Um, no, it, it doesn't. That wasn't. That was an anti-government thing. I mean, it was very obvious. And, but but they just get to throw these terms out. Well, and, and Biden's been them. Biden's been very very vocal. This piece of shit. He he always brings up that uh, that line. This is the second or third time he said that about Charlottesville, where you watch those videos of those white supremacists marching with the veins bulging in their neck and spewing their hate with their torches and he he just that imagery he just he just re, i mean those guys they served a softball to the to the media and the left for imagery you know but everybody there wasn't just like trump said everybody there wasn't a white supremacist wasn't a white nationalist um most people there were just protesting taking down statues that's that's what that's what um the the side on the on the right was um and they were uh, they were against the people that were trying to tear down the 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 statues it got kind of hijacked by the white nationalists um but you know what they have a say too and there's just like these black nationalists they have their say they can say what they want to say um but you're not pointing it out you're not saying that just recently we had the the new black panther party just had a, a nice big meeting where where it's on camera where they're um on a megaphone talking about killing whites saying you know eradicating whites um are they dangerous if you look at the fbi statistics it shows the fastest growing hate groups in america are black nationalists hate, hate groups um you know uh, biden never says that why not you know? Well, because because uh, Facebook and Google told me it's not true. Here, I'm going to finish a little bit more here. I think there's about 30 seconds left. Under both Trump and under my administration. Two weeks ago, I signed into law the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act, which the House had passed and the Senate. My administration will soon lay out our broader strategy to counter domestic terrorism and the violence driven by the most heinous hate crimes and other forms of bigotry, of, of bigotry. But I'm going to close where I started. Yeah, whatever. Not much more to say. He just, he's basically equating all, and he said that he's very proud of the legislation they passed, the corona legislation that um, said something about Asian hate. So it's like, ah, uh, dude, enough of the racial division. This is just, this is a Marxist tactic. It's a, it's a blatant Marxist tactic to keep people at each other's throats. That's what it is to keep people divided. We were we were doing really well before Obama. I, I think race, race. We've talked about this before. Race relations in America were pretty damn good before Obama became president. That's one of the reasons he became president because race relations were so good. And then uh, it was a squandered opportunity, or it was I shouldn't say squandered. It was a wolf in sheep's clothing. It was a Trojan horse to get Marxism and uh, the you know the new world order and all the uh, global homo shit. You know. Which is, uh, you know, agenda twenty three. Is that the technical term? Yeah, it's a it's a term that the uh, white nationalists use. So, 
uh, global homogeny or whatever that the agenda 23 shit where you've got basically open borders one world government kind of shit which you know the more you see what goes on the more you think yeah that's the that's the that's the end goal i don't know if they're ever going to get there i hope not <laughs> but that's the end goal well i i i don't know i find the i find it silly to me that that uh you know you the areas that are uh that are struggling with this stuff the most, the white nationalist stuff, not just states and cities, but institutions like schools, public schools that claim where these things are rampant are generally run by the left. Well, and then every time you see an, an example of this, it's, it's either outright false, never happened or it, where it's perpetrated by somebody of the race that they say is being denigrated. So black people getting swastikas, which are generally painted the wrong direction. Um, on their cars or, uh, or, you know, uh, nooses, which are just, you know, haphazardly tied pieces of uh, electrical cord or something. And it turns out that it was, uh, or churches, a black church getting vandalized. Turns out that the perpetrators are black. So yeah. it's, it's always, it's always a hate. These hate crimes are always, it's, it's a thing. Hate hoax. As soon as you hear it's a hate crime, it's like, Oh, it's a hoax there. It's like 99.9% of the time. So there's yeah, not enough the, there's not the enough the, white racism out there so they have to invent it and uh they're pretty bad at it. Well, I was going to say the one that did surprise me was the that mosque here in Minneapolis where they did actually catch two guys who I right. think are legitimate white supremacists from North Dakota, but that's like the only one and now the the new um the new thing on the right is the uh when it comes to racism the uh, demand is outstripping the supply. Right. Yeah. So they have to keep making this stuff up because they can't find enough racist incidents other than to just sort of uh, raise this specter well, boogeyman of, and, and, of and, white nationalism. And these guys that, that did the mosque uh, uh, attempted bombing or, or the fire fire bombing of the mosque, uh, there's questions about that, whether it was a, a, you know, a, a federal entrapment. And a lot of that's been going on lately because a lot of our institutions, the FBI is one of them, CIA, and, and you can see by the CIA recruitment videos in the military that they're getting woke and they're getting a lot of people in positions of power that have that agenda. And you don't think they go and they foment this stuff and they, they try to perpetrate it in order to, to you know, get the funding or get the, the resources they need to grow. Of course they're doing that. They did that at the fucking Capitol for the uh for the so-called riots at the capitol and i shouldn't say so-called because there were riots but the insurgency so-called insurgency at the at the capitol that was nonsense it was it was a bunch of uh agent provocateurs that ginned it up that's what happened and and uh, some people got involved and got got uh um that that were that were bad actors that got involved in it that that you know shouldn't have been there and shouldn't have been doing it. But a lot of people that showed up at that had no clue what was happening. We didn't go there with the intention of overthrowing the government. No, see, I think you're wrong. Cause uh, Brian Stelter and CNN told me there were multiple cops who were beaten to death with lead pipes. Yeah. So, well, did you hear just one guy that had been um, falsely, falsely accused just got released finally. Uh, no. He was, he was in, they had just like they were putting all these um, supposed capital rioters in solitary confinement and some of them are getting beaten and they're getting mistreated. Um, this guy was uh, an informant singled him out. He, it was, it was completely wrong. He wasn't, he had nothing to do with it. He finally got released today. How long has it been? You know? Uh, well, they keep telling me it was January 6th. So I'm guessing about five months. Yeah. So, 
long time. Yeah, but uh, you know, Biden's agenda and the 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 woke influence and the uh, um, oh, leftist Marxist influence in these institutions, this deep state shit is real. I mean, these guys that that's the whole drive of these Marxists, these uh, Frankfurt School types that. You know, it's it's a persistence. Um, they've been doing this for years, and they've been infiltrating every every part of our society that's influential. You know, from the academia to the uh, to the entertainment to the um, you know what what's the other one? The uh, law enforcement and and, and uh, even the military is getting involved. Or they're getting involved in that. So. You know, if you if you just let it go and, and let it let it happen or pretend it's not happening, it metastasizes. It's just going to keep growing. They're not going to give up. They want to see the total destruction of America. They want to see the one world government. Oh, that's conspiracy talk. That's what they say. Well, until well, it happens. Uh, speaking of Marxism, have you heard from any of our uh, sources on the street about what's going on in St. George? Uh, square. Well, it's funny. I, I heard heard this morning secondhand. I got a call saying, "Do you know they're they've got um, city workers tearing down the uh, the barricades at uh, you know uh, St. George Square?" And I'm like, "Oh well, you know, good luck to them. It's gonna it's probably not even gonna last a half a day before they start putting up makeshift barricades again." Guess what? <laughs> they're putting up makeshift barricades again. Yeah, and um, they say they're gonna have it back up overnight. Yeah, that's uh, what the what the group that what do they call it agape? Yeah, the the, the only thing they can if they're if you're serious about it and you're taking down the barricades, if anybody puts more barricades up, you'll you will uh, you will uh, ticket them or arrest them or whatever it takes. So well, that's uh, calmer than I thought you were going to be. I thought yeah. you were going to say just you know start posting uh, robot snipers up in the buildings and start shooting everybody. That's kind of wish. That's where I wish we did have like I wish the drone technology was a little bit better. I wish we had uh, more access to better drone technology at this point. Careful, careful. Just no, just to get the pictures. Slippery slope there. I'm not, I'm not talking about shooting people. I'm talking about. I do wonder what would happen if you could get on a rooftop nearby. You know, so you weren't right in the uh, no go zone there. But if you were within a block or two and could fly a drone around there, one, what you would see, and two, what would happen? Like I don't think that drone would last long. Yeah, I think I think I think it actually would get shot out of this guy. So you're not quiet enough, drones yet. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you can get up, get them up there high enough. They'd be hard to hit. Yeah, but then it's so. harder to see what's happening. Yeah, they got pretty good cameras on. Them. So they were talking about a month or more ago, uh, Erdando, the p- police chief, and and uh, Walls were talking about. They had a press conference about dismantling George Floyd Square, and nothing came of it. I guess this is what came of it, but it's like uh, it seems half-assed. I mean, it's you know, I guess there was already some people that recorded some um, reports of um, uh, reporters in the street getting uh, getting you know drummed out of there or harassed kind of run out of the square. So we'll see. We'll, we should be getting reports shortly about what happened. But Well, the, the problem I see is that even if you have like this group that claims to be in charge down there, uh, the fact that they, you know, sort of put the rules of no rules in place, um, th- that's going to lead to other smaller economies within that. And by economies, I don't just mean like, 
money. I mean, you know, fear and power and intimidation and all that stuff. And if you're not making deals with every one of those people, there's going to be some people who are pretty unhappy when, you know, the people at the top get paid and sort of call it all off. Yeah. So this, I mean, there's just not a way this can end well. Hmm. I just don't, I don't see it happening without some sort of violence, which is terrible, but I mean, I, I don't know. I could, know, I could see this. At some point the cops are going to have to go in there. I could see this just degenerating and, and just them uh, the the city not having the fortitude to do anything more. The city council doesn't want to do anything. Or um, the the Met council is trying to get involved. Um, but but they're but if, if they don't really have the 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 balls to do anything, I think this could go on for a long time, and it could just be kind of like a situation people kind of grow to you know, expect that it's just going to be here. Like the, what do you call it? The homeless encampments that are popping up in the blue, blue cities that are just, you know, destroying the, you know, whole, you know, tourist areas. And, and, uh, what is it? What's the beach, the big, uh, beach in California. Venice is, beach? I think it's a Venice beach is completely overrun. Yep. Um, and the only reason Minnesota well, you know doesn't why, do that though? is because Minnesota has snow. You know why it's overrun? White supremacists. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. yeah, just just throw those Brian Stelter bug, buzzwords out there. <laughs> it's it's pretty pathetic. So, but I I am interested to see what's going to happen, and and sort of a fascination kind of interest level. Not like I'm giddy. I, I don't think whether it ends tomorrow or ten years from now, I don't think that George Floyd Square thing is going to change without. It's not going to change without violence. You know, by the people who are there against the people who come in to fix it. That's why I think the people that come in to fix it are just going to stay away, and it's just going to let it just become this like, uh, you know, it's going to be like uh, what what are those um, Skid Row? You know, it's basically going to be that ver- a version of Skid Row, where it's just that's how it yeah, is. Yeah, but it's it's a huge section of Minneapolis. Yeah, but they'll just find a workaround. They'll just, they'll just, we'll, we'll figure out how to, how to work around it. The city doesn't need those, what is it? Eight square blocks or something like that. The city doesn't need yeah, that. But in, the, in the meantime, all the people who are trapped there. Yeah. You know, they're, I mean, they're going to suffer. Miserable. They're going to suffer miserably until they can get the hell out of there. But, or, or they'll, you know, the people that are committing the crimes there will realize, okay, they've given up on this place. So now we really have full, full control. And those people are really going to suffer because there's going to be home invasions. There's going to be rapes. There's going to be all kinds of, uh, disgusting stuff happening to those poor people. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I remember a couple you want to pop ago, off a race riot, I guess. Yeah. I remember a few months ago when you said Minneapolis is going to become Detroit. And I, uh, I said, nah, it's not going to happen. And, as much as it pains me to say it, I believe you were right. Yeah. So. Well, I don't want to be. I mean, I, I was born and raised here in Minneapolis. So, you know, but uh, I sure don't have any love for it. If I can get out of here, I'd do it in a, in a fucking drop of a hat. <laughs> you know, but the housing market is yeah, conspiring what, against me. But what's, what state would want you? What state you know? indeed? The state of. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, Crowstanistan. <laughs> uh what was the other one Rustopia or something no, i can't remember i gotta get a flag name for that <laughs> um real quick uh there was one other thing i wanted to bring up about it's sort of along the lines of this did you hear what walgreens did in san francisco 
was that San Francisco's where they were letting everybody shoplift, right? Yeah, there. I mean, there's just videos of people just walking in and grabbing stuff off the shelves, and it used to be the cops weren't going to bust anybody for you know less than a hundred dollars, yeah. and but now the cops won't even get so th- called. Yeah, and so they show these people walking in, um, and I'm not going to describe the people. You can see the videos yourself, uh, walking in and with just literally with garbage bags, just throwing stuff in. So these stores decide to start putting things behind. Um, behind, you know, locked cabinets. I mean, uh, sort of high value items that can be resold quickly, like big jars, big jugs of laundry detergent and razors and stuff like that. Uh, things that are stolen and then sold immediately. And, mm-hmm. you know, we get dumbasses like uh, Cynthia Nixon of Sex in the City fame, who tried to run for mayor of New York, I think who just talks about how it's okay if the poor are stealing the basic needs they have. And it's like, well, first of all, no, it's not okay if they're stealing them. And second of all, who are they stealing from? They're stealing from businesses. You know, why is it okay for that business to be stolen from? But, you know, if somebody breaks into your house, you're going to call the police. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just because it wasn't feasible anymore financially – um, it was, I believe it was Walgreens in uh, San Francisco closed like 10 stores. They just yeah. closed them. Well, I guess. Uh, and so I, now the, yeah. now the people, you know, poor people who live in these areas, well, not like, uh, poor people in San Francisco is a relative term. Um, but you know, the people who depend on those stores because they're within walking distance, uh, now have to get on buses or find other means of transportation to get somewhere else to get the basic stuff they need. That's part of the plan. That's but and I, I guess I did hear that the before Walgreens did this, um, people were going in there and seeing that like the shelves weren't stocked. There was hardly anything in there anymore for like the past month or so, and it's because they yeah, because they've probably been planning to close them. Yeah, and they weren't restocking. They weren't they weren't getting trucks in. They weren't getting restocked because they knew, and they knew if they just restocked it, it was just more merchandise that was going to walk out the door. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's what that—that's you know, what the end say, game is. You know, the end game is to close down all these businesses and make the people reliant on the government. You know. See, I—you talk about a plan there. I—I I don't doubt that there's plans on some of these things, but this, I think, is just flat-out ignorance. I don't think they really. Well, I don't think they really even knew. Yeah, I think. Well, I think there's like you know, there's different levels. There's the people that that are the you know, there's the useful idiots, and you know, it goes all the way up. There's the people at the top, like the Soros types, that know exactly where to put the efforts and the money to cause the discord and the and the and the breakdown of society. Those guys are the evil masterminds, and then there's a whole bunch of people in between that have maybe a little knowledge and they think they're, they're working towards utopia. And then there's the people down below that that just have no fucking clue what's happening. I mean, it, there's a lot of levels to this, but it all is to an, to an end. And the end is the destruction of America, destruction of capitalism, the destruction of, you know, um, this American experiment. They want, they want, they want communism at the end. You know, I, I'm getting tired of you saying useful idiots, though, because nobody wants you plugging your high school band anymore. Okay. <laughs> nobody bought your CDs. It was a terrible release party. It's it's over. It was just a way okay? to get aggression out because it was like it was like a slam punk band. We just yeah, you couldn't you couldn't play. No, you were, uh, it was four lead guitar players and a drummer. <laughs> you know? We just hoped everybody Kid. started like just smashing shit. 
halfway through it so we didn't have to... with mic stands yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the you videos know, are on YouTube. You know what fun. we haven't done in a while that I'd like to kind of get back to? What? Like the would you rathers or questions about us stuff. Remember when we used to okay, do that? Okay, do you want to back, close with that? Back in the day? Sure. We have a few of them. Yeah. So, okay. Rooster, uh, would you rather wait, have... Wait, I smell a setup coming. No, I just opened the book here. I had it sitting here. I'm like, oh, we haven't done this in like forever. So I just flipped it open okay. randomly. So uh, would you rather have two left feet or your eyes on the back of your head? That's an easy one. Uh, I'd have to go with the two left feet. Yeah, okay. So, okay, what if it was, would you rather have two left feet? And I would say the same thing. Would you rather have two left feet or have eyes both in the front and the back of your head? Oh, that's, uh, I don't know. I would imagine you can get a pretty bad headache from that. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, your brain's not made to do that, to process those signals. So I think it would fucking fuck you up. It's like deaf people that have never had hearing and they get the hearing and it like screws them up. But assuming it was, uh, you know, other than cosmetically, it it would be uh it would be pretty advantageous. No one ever sneak up on you. Yeah, it'd be pretty gross. Yeah, it'd be gross. But uh, okay, would you rather have an alarm clock that wakes you up to the smell of breakfast, or one that greets you with positive affirmations? <laughs> what are the positive affirmations? Uh, hey, have you been working out? I see that warning wood. Did you? Did you grow by an inch in that? Did you grow an inch? Yeah, see, it was a sec- it was the second one I thought you were gonna go right there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Man. Um actually I'm gonna go with the positive affirmations because I stopped eating breakfast about three weeks ago. Oh, that's that's cray cray. Did no, you know actually, that that's the I, most important was, meal of the day? Yeah, and that's a lie too. I know. So So no breakfast. I, I will I, say I, by I think, about by about noon, I'm just, uh, I'm crazy hungry, but, uh, I just, I don't want to eat like sweets for breakfast. That's all. Uh, so if I'm going to eat breakfast, it's going to be like eggs and bacon. Yeah. So that's the way, that's the way to do it. Has some, vi- has some vitamins, some eggs and bacon. Yeah. And then you'll have all the energy. You won't be building a bunch of fat and then you won't get a sugar, a sugar crash. So there you go. All right. Would you, would you rather own a horse with wings like a Pegasus or a talking dog with human intelligence? Huh. Oh, talking dog with human intelligence. Yeah, but what if he's a dick? Well, I hang out with you. Uh, so. <laughs> I guess you could still monetize that, right? You could still make a lot of money off of a dick dog. I probably, well, it'd be like the insult dog or whatever. What the hell's his name? The comic dog. No, but you... Do you ever read all those books about like how awesome it would be to be invisible? There's there's actually one called The Invisible Man. I can't remember the author's full name, but I think his last name was Saint. Um, and they, actually, they made a Chevy Chase movie out of it where he was the Invisible Man. Um, and it, Sam Neill was in it. He was the bad guy from the government, basically trying to find him because you know they weren't gonna they were gonna experiment on him. You know, figure out a way to make him make people invisible. Um, but everybody always says, oh, they'd make great spies and all this. How how great a spy would a talking dog with human intelligence be? Oh wow. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. But I, I don't I think mean, I don't think, think this, I don't think he'd want to do the job though. Oh, I think he would. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I For, think um 
for belly rubs and dog treats? Yeah, I guess I would I would like to have a talkie die with human intelligence because the odds are he's going to be pretty cool. Because most dogs are cool. Most, I mean, there's there's a very small percentage of asshole dogs. Um, you know what I just, you know what I don't want to hear from mm-hmm. a dog though, is when you're sitting there because everybody who's on a dog has, has had this happen. Sitting there watching TV all of a sudden, the next thing you know, the dog's just sitting there licking themselves, just going to town. Mm-hmm. I thought you know? you'd like that. I like and, that. You like that uh, ASMR. You like that. That nice. Uh, no, that's that's totally different. But <laughs> if you if you then said to that dog, that talking dog with human intelligence, and he said, "Hey, cut it out," you'd be like jealous, you know. <laughs> and and then he would like go, "Look where I'm going. Look where I'm going. Yeah, I'm going right to the butthole. <laughs> right to the butthole." <laughs> yeah. Okay, you took it too far. But then he'd be no, he's trying far. to gross you out. He'd be like, "Yeah, yeah," and he'd be like, "Yeah, I know, dude, I know." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm just thinking of an asshole dog licking his asshole. Uh, so he- see, I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering. The thing I would ask a dog with human intelligence would be, if you can smell like ten thousand times better than us, how his, how is it that you can fart like that and stay in the room? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been cleared out of a room by my dog a few times. Um. See, you know, I guess I've having cleared a, out of a room by your dog, having a horse with wings like a Pegasus. First of all, you know, do you would you be able to actually f- ride it and fly? I don't think so. I I, I don't. I, you'd have to like how do how would you train that? Okay, even if you could, let's say it was uh, intelligent, and you get, someone would shoot it. Yeah, probably that fucking talking dog with human intelligence would shoot it. <laughs> do you, that's how I know there's not a Bigfoot. Yeah. Because someone would have shot one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Someone would be like, hey, there's one. They, yes, there's a lot of people out there that would hate that you're flying around on that Pegasus and, and they, they couldn't they couldn't stand that, so they would they would have to destroy you. Or they'd want to kill it and stuff it. But know? a talking dog with human intelligence, I don't know. I think people try to kill him too, or her. Yeah, but the, the Or Zim or Zer, I guess. I don't want to gender. The dog's smart and knows not to say anything. Yeah. All right, one last one here. All right. Uh, would you rather have James Bond's gadgets or Batman's toys? Oh, Batman's toys. And it all depends on the James Bond movie because some James Bond movies were way more ridiculous. Like the uh, you know the more recent ones aren't aren't as ridiculous. There's hardly any toys in those. Uh, Although I did, I did love the underwater car from like uh, Thunderbolt. That yeah, was... and the the watch that shoots a laser, right? And they're one, one yeah. of those. Uh, yeah, no, Batman's toys for sure. Batman has the coolest shit. I mean, he's got, you know, multi-millions of dollars. I mean, if Batman were, if Batman were real, real, he'd have to be a, a billionaire, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. But so a billionaire's, you know, and all he's focused on is stuff for him, for his own stuff. So whereas Bond had to, had to deal with, you know, the government making stuff for a bunch of agents. So, well, I mean, especially, and I know you hated, I know you hated Christian Bale in it, but if you go with the toys he had in the uh, Christopher Nolan movies, though, I mean, those are great. The helicopter and the tumbler and all that stuff, those were great. Or that weird car that turned into a motorcycle. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the motorcycle that the wheels could well, totally. But then if on. you go by the comic books, he had all kinds of cool shit. So. I mean, yeah, but you'd have to hang out with Robin then too, you know. That's the so. highlight of being Batman. 
Uh, uh, speak for yourself. I mean, it is Gay Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Isn't, I guess, isn't I June? Guess I'm a bigot. Isn't Juneteenth coming up too? All kinds of holiday stuff happening. I don't, what is Juneteenth? I know it's a black holiday of what? What is it? Freed the slaves or something? Or oh, I can't. I can't pretend to ex- ex- uh, to talk about that with from my uh, position of white privilege. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> white explain that. Okay. Well, uh, something for you to study up for next. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe somebody else can can let us know because I actually don't even. I, I don't even know other than that it is something to do with blacks. The blacks. Yeah. So if anybody wants to let us know, it's uh, emails rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com. And uh, if you guys could, if you can go to the Facebook page, like, share all of that stuff, or uh, just share the podcast with friends of yours, it does it does help. We're being, uh, it's pretty obvious we're being throttled on Facebook and our traffic is way down. So, and if you know um, any social media influencers that can give us a shout out, uh, you know, that'd be great too. Like Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, like Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> See you, bye. All right.